This week's Four Questions Journalist Spotlight is brought to you by Lefts Atlanta Media, Atlanta's best journalist database. Subscribe at leftsatlantamedia.com. Welcome to another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We are talking today with Sydney Sims, who is uh, one of the new writers with Capital B Atlanta. Good afternoon, Sydney. Good afternoon. How are we doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for taking a couple minutes. So, uh, as I said, you know, I want to know a little bit about about you and Capital B, but tell me a little bit about well, – let's, let's start it this way. Tell me about Capital B, and then we'll talk a little bit about kind of how your role in that. So, yeah, Capital B, um, we are a local newsroom here in Atlanta based with Capital B News Organization, which is a national newsroom. So we have a national segment and a local newsroom, and Atlanta is actually their first local newsroom. And we were founded by our two founders, Lauren Williams, who's our CEO, and then Akoto Onofri, and I hope I did not just butcher her last name like that, but she is our chief audience officer. They kind of had this brainchild of Capital B being a news organization that created news for Black audiences and created Black stories that basically talked about things in the Black community throughout America and decided that Atlanta would be a great place to start doing that on a local level. So that's just the synopsis of Capital B. Capital B as a mission is a huge, beautifully written statement that you guys can definitely go check out on our websites. But um, just for a simple, short, sweet answer, Capital B is a Black-owned media group that gives back to the Black community by talking about Black news for Black people. Well, and, and I'll ask this a couple of times, but tell me the, the website where people can find your, your news. So our national website is going to be capitalbnews.org. We are a nonprofit, so we do have a .org. And then our Atlanta newsroom is going to be atlanta.capitalbnews.org. So you can find us there. If you go to the national website, you can click over in our sections and then go right to the Capital B Atlanta page. From Yeah, and, if you, and I know if you just Google Capital B Atlanta, it, it pops right up too. Yeah, so you'll see Capital B News first, and then you'll see a subsection of Capital B Atlanta. Okay, so so what is your what's your role and title with uh, Capital B Atlanta? So my official role is the general assignment reporter. So I am Atlanta's general assignment reporter. That is pretty much a broad, very wide range of things that I can cover. You may see my name on a public safety byline. You may see it on environmental byline, a housing byline. Anything that needs to be said and given to Black communities in Atlanta, I have the flexibility and the availability to do it all. So it's really a great role for me starting out in my journalism career because, you know, I'm very young. I'm actually only 23 years old and people are shocked by that when they hear me coming into a role at Capital B with a lot of pomp and circumstance behind it just because people were expecting such great things. But I think this role for me and in this in this newsroom is just perfect because I have a lot of interest and a lot of connections to Atlanta and a lot of things that I feel like the Black community definitely wants to hear about. So being able to do that in general assignment gives me the flexibility and freedom to do so. Are you, are you from Atlanta? Yes. So I was, well, am. I am a, an Atlanta native. It's hard saying that now because I've lived in Alabama for a few years. Yeah. So it's definitely hard saying like I'm back in Atlanta. So I'm an Atlanta native. I was born and raised here. Um, grew up in Decatur and Conyers before leaving for college. So okay. I love Atlanta. Atlanta's always been my home. My entire family is here and it's a lot of us. So Atlanta is a near and dear place to run. That's great. So you got, and you have a couple other folks who are working with you on the bureau. So let's let's give them some love too. So, so Gavin, 
Yes, so Gavin Godfrey is our um, editor. So he's our lead editor. He's working alongside with Jewel Wicker, which is our editor at large. So she's not necessarily in a full role with Capital B, but her and Gavin are pretty much working together to figure out what exactly Capital B Atlanta is in an editorial role, in a newsroom sense, and just getting us out and known in the community. Then we have Adijay, which is our community engagement editor. You guys will definitely see her on the streets as we get into getting out in the community, reaching out to Black areas throughout Atlanta, making sure that our name and our face is known. She's pretty much what I think of as like our face, our brand of Capital B Atlanta. And then um, you have me, of course, and then our newest addition, which is Kenya Hunter. She's coming to us from Richmond, Virginia. And um, she is a fabulous health reporter. She's actually coming from the education beat, but she'll be our health reporter here. Okay. A fabulous addition. I think um, very well written, very well spoken, very tenacious. I told myself every day I could take some tips from Tanya and her tenacity to dig and find very pertinent and persistent with her um reporting style. So I think she finds very pertinent stories that will be very important to the Black community in her beat. So right now we are a strong team of four people. We are looking to add our fifth person, our copy editor, who'll be coming on soon. And I'll keep that a secret for Capital B to announce who that's going to be. And we're currently looking for a criminal justice reporter. So shameless plug. Okay. A criminal justice background. We are actively looking to hire somebody here in Atlanta for that role. Okay. I'll keep my ears open. I'll put out the word too that you guys are looking. Uh, so you, you talked a little bit about kind of the, the focus and it seems to be kind of a, a wide ranging focus. How would you, how would you say capital B is different from say the Atlanta voice or the daily world or other black focused media outlets in Atlanta? So this is actually something that me and my chief finance officer that I was just talking to talked about today, kind of how is Capital B going to find its place in Atlanta, especially being founded by two people that are not from Atlanta. I believe Lauren is from Washington, D.C., and I believe Okoto lives in Brooklyn, New York. So how are they going to enter a newsroom in a place that they're not necessarily from? And there's so many plates of food already being served to the community from Atlanta Voice, from Atlantic Services. So what we're doing is actually partnering with a lot of these Black organizations, these Black media groups in the city, to just kind of get a feel for what the B and what Capital B actually means and what it's like to be a Black-owned media group in this industry here in this um, area. And um, we're not looking to take any food off of anybody's plate, if that makes sense. There is so much news, and I think that's what makes Capital yeah. B different, that there is so much news that is being underreported, underrepresented, and our community as a whole is being underrepresented, that we're just looking to grab the stories that need to be told. We're not necessarily looking to take stories from anyone else or to be in competition with our fellow Black organizations here. We're just looking to add to a growing need of news representation for our people. And so with Capital B, we're looking for the stories that might not get, might get told on mainstream or what you consider traditional journalism media outlets, but we're looking for those little lines where there's something that's deeper that needs to be explored. And that's a Capital B story to us. Yeah. I mean, I, as you said, there's no shortage of probably great stories that are coming out of the black community and, and need to be told. And, and there's, you know, I'm working with another client right now. Um, with a couple of small businesses that happen to be black-owned businesses, and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of great stories there. Uh, you know, so if someone has a story idea, uh, should they go to you or Gavin or either one? Does it matter? 
So we actually have a tips line that people can reach out to if they have any tips about anything that they feel that they need. I definitely would contact Adoje as well because she's our community engagement officer. Her literal role in our newsroom is to go out and talk to people and see what they are looking to get out of a media organization. So talk to her if you feel comfortable reaching out to me. I'm I'm the chill reporter in the newsroom. I don't I don't need a personal <laughs> Zoom meeting or a Google Meet to get to know you. You can send me an email, a DM. Yeah. Or- Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whichever one works for you. Just reach out to any of us because we're constantly looking for stories to tell. You can also find us on our tips page with ATL tips at capital B ATL.org. So anyone can email us there with any information on any leads or press releases or anything that you guys feel like we might want to cover because we're trying to gather it all. Yeah. And I, and I guess it's that, that tip line is something that you all can collaboratively manage and yeah. take care of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always interesting. I always like to ask the question, what do you not want to cover? And and that kind of helps maybe perhaps with kind of getting rid of some of the story pitches or people calling you with things that don't, don't fit you. And, you know, obviously if it doesn't have a effect of black community, then probably not. Right. Yeah. So, um, For me, just personally, and I can't speak to everyone in the newsroom, but just for me personally, coming from, um, I went to Auburn University in Alabama, and my first major role out of college was with the Columbus Ledger Inquirer in Columbus, Georgia, the breaking news reporter. And so in a sense that um, a lot of people think of digital media as their site for breaking news, Capital B Atlanta at this moment is not a breaking news media source. So anything as far as... um, you know, there's been a shooting, there's been a robbery. That's not necessarily things that we're covering. We're maybe so more looking to see, okay, there's been a shooting. Let's get the background on the victim. Let's talk about the circumstances of the life of the victims or some criminal reformation, things like that. We're not necessarily looking to give you a quick two to three graphs on the latest breaking news, if that makes sense. So yeah, anything yeah. that's breaking news, especially in Atlanta, um, <clears throat> There's going to be a lot of breaking news, but just in this moment, in the capacity that we're in right now, that's just not our main focus. Yeah. And there's plenty of folks who cover, you know, that kind of breaking news every day. Yeah. We're, it, we're just not the people that's going to come to the scene at 3 a.m. <laughs> so don't, don't you, send an email at 3 a.m. We ain't going to answer. <laughs> you, you hope not, right? You hope yeah. not. Uh, so what are some, uh, are there certain topics that you have kind of, on your radar in the back of your head, you think, I want to cover these, these this story or this topic or this issue. Uh, and I know you guys are just getting started. So you probably have a, a list like a million miles long with that kind of, that kind of. I, I actually do have a list of a million <laughs> miles long. One of the things we had to do in our job interview was do a memo and basically write how we thought this job was going to be. And my memo was like 10 pages of just things that I just wanted to cover. One of the main, main, main things that I think when the time comes, because of course, starting out, there are certain things that people need to know. We have elections coming up. We need politics. We need housing. We need health. um, We need public safety. Those are just the main focuses that as a startup that we need to address. But um, later on the line, when we really get into the flow of thing, I definitely want to look into um, Atlanta's entertainment culture because Atlanta right now is considered the black Hollywood for a ton of people. I mean, we're having a huge influx of people coming here to start their music careers, start their acting careers, to start becoming this thing of social media. 
influencer, what that means and looks like for Atlanta. So I definitely want to look into our entertainment culture, our arts and culture as a whole, Black culture here in Atlanta, uh, also looking into Black entrepreneurship. Like we just talked about a lot of Black businesses opening up here, whether they're restaurants, whether they're teaching people how to be virtual assistants, whether they're selfie museums, a lot of Black-owned businesses coming to Atlanta. So I am definitely looking for feature writing. That's something that I loved in college. Um, my first internship was for a magazine, so I definitely love the stories that are a thousand to two thousand words. If you have one for me, yeah. <laughs> always hit me up because I love to sit and talk and write a long read. But um, I definitely am looking forward to getting more into the feel good lifestyle type stories once we get past these first couple of months. So sure, sure. Our aim in the game. Well, the reason I get this this banner behind me up was I, I was moderating a panel this morning for the DeKalb Chamber of Commerce about entertainment in in metro atlanta so we had people talking about esports and and film and television production and some of the new things that are going on in in metro atlanta in terms of that we, we do a lot of work in in entertainment so i don't usually have both of those banners up but i had, I had that one up today because we were talking about that we, we've got a group that kind of focuses on on entertainment uh, all right so let's let's go to the really hard question now. So what is something kind of cool and different about Sydney that people might not know about? Hmm, cool and different. So it's definitely weird um, being the Auburn grad on staff, you know, because usually in this part of the world, either you're a Georgia fan or you're an Alabama fan. I guess the cool, weird thing about me is that I am a Georgia fan. <laughs> Go dogs. I love UGA sports. They're my favorite. Um, Auburn sports, even though we're everything school and I love Auburn, I, I definitely took some time to love Auburn. It's a very stressful thing to be an Auburn fan. And when I was in college, it was a stressful thing. So to see us really turning over a new leaf, becoming what they considered everything school, everything that's going on with basketball season this year has been really fulfilling to me. I wish I was able to be on campus. But other than that, um, it's really not too many non, like, non-known things about me. I'm a okay. very open person. And that's kind of something that I want people to know because I'm a new face in this industry here in Atlanta. I'm very open and candid and very easy to talk to. You know, you tell me something about you. I'm definitely going to tell you something about me. It's, I'm very much an open book. So what you see with Sydney is what you'll always get. And like I said, very chill, relaxed. So it's not too much to think on hard about what it comes to being Sydney Sims. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll do some trade-off on this next section. All right. So, so I, I Give me a choice. So last book you've read or the last podcast you listened to, either one. Okay, so the last book that I read, it's actually sitting right here. The last book that I read is South to America, and it's by Amani Perry. It was a really good synopsis of just understanding life below the Mason-Dixon and just understanding the soul of Black America in relation to being Black in the South. And um, it was something that one of my coworkers actually put into our group. And he said, you know, I read the prelude and it it just grabbed me. And as soon as I got the book, I ordered it on Amazon. I have Amazon Prime, which is a problem in itself. It's, <laughs> it's, I probably need to talk to somebody about that because yeah. I feel too comfortable being know, able to order things and get it here in two days. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so I started, I was inspired. There's a new movie out, uh, Death on the Nile. It's Agatha Christie. So I was inspired a couple of weeks ago to read some old Agatha Christie. So I, I found on my Kindle, like, for two dollars, I can get like twenty of her books. So yeah. I started. I started reading some Agatha Christie, which is kind of cool. All right, 
Favorite local restaurant? My favorite local restaurant is Poor Calvin's. And a lot of people are actually finding out about Poor Calvin's, which makes me happy for them, but sad because now it's a long wait. Yeah. And, you know, when I discovered it, it was kind of just this cute little, like, house ordeal. And just, it's, it's a really good fusion place. If you're ever in Atlanta, if you're from Atlanta, I definitely recommend checking it out. It is one of my favorite places. <laughs> Perfect for a chill date night, a girls' night, a cute lunch, a cute brunch, anything that you're looking for is the perfect ambience for it. Okay. I love yeah. I like uh Desta over on Briarcliff is that's a good one. It's Ethiopian. And um, I really like food terminal on Beaufort highway. It's got like 50 pages of every kind of Asian focused fusion food you could think of. Oh right? wow! It's a, so it's, it's like Beaufort highway at Claremont. Yeah. Okay. I got to check really that good. out. It's I really haven't been talking right. highway in a minute, so it's I need good. to check that out. Yeah, but my wife and I like to just kind of find something fun and interesting on Beaver Highway. All kinds of great food. All right, favorite guilty pleasure? My favorite guilty pleasure right now, it used to be sunflower seeds. I love eating sunflower seeds, specifically pickle-flavored sunflower seeds because I love pickles. But now it is um, ice cream sandwiches. I love to have one after a Long day, um, a lot of sneaking into the kitchen and getting one when I'm not supposed to be eating because I'm always putting myself on a diet and a restriction. But I'm always going to have an ice cream sandwich after a long day. I'll probably have one after this. So That's good. I like chocolate-covered pretzels. Those are good. Oh, yeah, always. Yeah. All right, local getaway. My local getaway is... Hmm, growing up, I believe it was Six Flags. I'm actually getting back into roller skating, so my local getaway would definitely be Cascade or Go to Glide on a Saturday or a Sunday night, Sunday morning or afternoon, if you want to kind of catch the old heads who can teach you some cool roll bounce-like moves. So okay. I definitely love to get my skates on skating. That's good. All right, and uh, I like Arabia Mountain. That That's fun. And then oh, there's yeah. a, yeah, that, that's a good, good quiet place to get to usually. I don't know. On a weekend morning before it gets really crowded. All right. Favorite non-work hobby? Ooh, I have a lot of those. <laughs> you know, you, you, you got to pick one. Okay. Let's see. My favorite non-work hobby. My favorite non-work hobby would probably be makeup. I love makeup. I love makeup and skincare. So, Literally the first week we did a newsletter and in the newsletter, every reporter puts like what that person's doing this weekend. And mine's was, I'm going to the spa. I went to natural body spa in Decatur <laughs> and got a facial. I get monthly facials. I love everything about skincare. It's like an obsession for me. I love to keep my makeup done. I love to keep my skin plush. I just feel like I'm a new person. And every morning I wake up and wash my face and go through a rigorous skincare routine. I can get the day started and go to win for the day. So my favorite hobby outside of work is definitely playing in my skincare and playing in makeup. Okay. All right. And, I'm, and I've been playing with a new, a new question. I'm quite sure how this is going to work yet, but I'm calling it the improv moment. Okay. So I thought, okay, how, do, how are we going to do this? So I, I guess I'm going to turn out, I'm going to throw out, a word or a phrase, and then you have to react to it somehow. All right. Okay. Let's see. How, let's see how this, this is the first time I've done it. I've never, okay. I, haven't, I haven't done this segment before. So if it doesn't work, I may not do it again. <laughs> but I think it's going to work. Okay. So I'm going to say um, video games and what, what comes to mind. 
getting a kill code on Call of Duty. All right. (laughs) Getting the highest kill count on Call of Duty. I have a younger brother. So growing up, we always played Call of Duty and it was a competition. And it's weird because we would always be afraid to play the zombies part of Call of Duty. But we would play in like an online chat room and we would just go federal with the killing. And <laughs> that doesn't mean that I'm a killer, but on Call of Duty, I'm a murderer. So <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's good. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to get you on board with some, we do a couple of esports events around town. So we'll have to get you out. Yeah. I, See? I love- okay. So this worked. I like that. See? And we <laughs> got, that was cool. All right. That's fine. Okay. All right. Well, I may have to work on the improv moment. Cool. Any, anything else about Capital B that we haven't talked about that you want to mention? Um, I just definitely want to give thanks to Lauren and Okoto. Um, they definitely believed in me. Gavin and Jewel all believed in me, giving me the opportunity to be here at Capital B. And I, looking back now that we're past launch and seeing how this thing is spreading and how it's finding its way into Atlanta, into the national newsrooms and into just the national media as a whole, I just truly believe that Capital B is going to be something bigger than any of us could have ever imagined. And this is me telling everybody and anybody who will listen, if you are not on board now, get on board because we are here to stay and we are definitely past trying to shake the table. We are entering this game to shake rooms. Very good. You know, I forgot to ask, why is it capital B? Capital, capital B because we want you to put the B in black as a capital B. So Okay. We're Black Americans, and that deserves to be capitalized, just like any other race ethnicity. Oh, very good. Okay, that makes sense. So, Excellent. Capital B because we're the big B. <laughs> capital B. I, th- I was thinking capital, like state capital, but capital B. You, obviously, that makes much more sense. Yes, <laughs> I'm glad I asked the question. Okay. Excellent. All right, we've been talking with uh, with Sydney Sims with the new, brand new Capital B Atlanta. Sydney, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. All right. It's been another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. Come back uh, next week for another uh, another great interview. And uh, obviously, always go back to our Lefts Atlanta Media website for uh, our database of local journalists and uh, our Mitch's Media Match site if you're a journalist looking to connect with a local source. And that, of course, that is free for journalists to use. Thanks, everybody. Have a great uh, weekend.